0: Okay. Well, we'll just we'll just go straight in for it, shall we? Get it. Okay. Welcome two a long and long time ago my name is adam and i'm here with martin hi guys uh well let's go back to last week because i got a little bit of sort of admin to clean up if that's all right with you Um, you made a mistake have you no no not not mistake (laughs) well i suppose kind of a mistake so i just wanted to actually add one more show to it that i'd completely forgotten about which is ridiculous because it's just one of my favourite shows out there, uh, Community. I don't know never if you've seen, seen it. it. It's never seen it.
1: Heard of it? Never seen it. Yeah,
0: it's one of those that sort of only started picking up traction in the last few years. I think really, well, maybe a bit further back actually, but um, started in two thousand and nine. They've got some ridiculously good writing. Like the episodes, just okay. It's another uh, comedy, so um, might not be up your street. But there's well, they do several episodes that are paintball episodes. I don't want to spoil it too much, but they are like the best. They're you know the pinnacle of the the series of each series. And in series two, they did a uh, a western paintball, but it was a two parter, and it kind of moved on. And they make like a quip: "We're moving out of the western now, and we're into more of a Star Wars theme." So <laughs> it's just a it's a yeah it's a good good paintball episode, and then. um the enemies in the paintball are all dressed the same in white, and they're obviously made out to be stormtroopers. Cool. Anyway, I had to had to put that out there because it is without a doubt one of my favourite series of all time, and okay. um, I'd recommend it to anyone who's into comedy. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I would offer to watch it, but
1: you know, whenever I've tried to get you to watch something, there's point blank, no, I'm not watching it. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Oh, I, do, I don't know. I've given, given some sort of uh, try on, on some of them.
1: Well, I mean, this, this last week there was a, another new revelation. Um, Adam, famous for never wanting to ever watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings and has never seen Game of Thrones and has no in- inclination to watch it, also yeah. announced this week that he's never seen Harry Potter. <laughs> so,
0: you know, the list is gaining traction. Well, I, I mean, that's not strictly uh, uh, true. Um, I've seen the first Harry Potter film. And by God, it it just bugged me. There's the child actors. We've spoken about it. It's fair. But grown up, they can't act, let alone... (laughs) No, it's the Um, story, though. (laughs) We're going to lose a lot of listeners. I don't like... Talk Star Wars! Exactly that, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, going back to... Last week, uh, we mentioned about the arms getting chopped off, and somebody's written in and said, you are correct, it is to do with their weapon hand being chopped off. Thank uh, you. That's something you you got right, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then we've had a listener question as well. Follow me. From Aaron, who has informed me that he's only seen the trilogy, the original trilogy, and that was when he was a kid. Mm. Uh, So he wants to know which movie or TV show would we recommend... He watched as a newbie to the Star Wars universe. Um is like his tastes in TV shows and films are John Wick, Punisher. So he likes a little bit of uh, violence. A little bit of darkness and violence, yeah. <laughs> so so I mean I, mean, we're I both don't know if you want to say that one. out. Do you think?
1: Well, I mean we're both going to pick the same things here, surely, you know, he wants a bit of darkness, a bit of violence. Okay. I mean, there's a possible two to choose from, but yeah, I think if he's watched the original trilogy only, then for me, it's got to be Rogue One, hasn't it? I mean,
0: I'd say Rogue One based on the fact that it's our best film. But in terms of darkness and violence, mm, is it up there? Because I'd go as far to say, I was going to pick the Obi-Wan series, Oh really? Yeah, just because of some of the, you know, some of the moments in it. If he likes John Wick, he's obviously into his martial arts and things like that. And there was that moment that we spoke about, which was like kung fu, you know, Vader doing the kung fu sort of thing. <laughs> it just, rem- yeah, that's what it sort of reminded yeah. me of.
1: Yeah, I definitely
0: see where you're coming from,
1: um, but I mean, if you want real darkness, then surely you'd have to go for Revenge of the Sith, because I mean, there's nothing much there's nothing else out there as far as i'm concerned that doesn't have as many dark (laughs) twisted scenes as revenge of the sith Mm -hmm. but for somebody who's you know who's asking what film or program should i go into having not seen yeah um you know anything other than the original trilogy i think it would be difficult to go into obi-wan and it would be difficult to go into revenge of the sith i was gonna say
0: yeah revenge of the sith you do need the rest of the story yeah to understand and, really so and yeah you, and you also need revenge
1: of the sith for the obi-wan series i would argue as well so yeah yeah that's fair um, i yeah. think i think you could probably skip 1 and 2 and then watch episode 3 and then obi-wan that would probably
0: you know mm-hmm. get you where you needed to be but anyway, yeah. i would suggest that rogue one yeah rogue one yeah. yeah as we said both of us have said it's an absolutely mm. fantastic film mm.
1: so well, and and then obviously you could then ease into the mandalorian after return of the jedi
0: yeah yeah, I yeah. think would be my next choice. Yeah. yeah just good. to clear the sequels. <laughs> and, the, and the prequels. But yeah, moving oh. on. Oh. Gonna, so I don't know if you want to get started on the on the next bit we're going to be talking about, but you took part in a auction for a lot of Star Wars collectibles. And I think you better take over from here because I have no idea what it was all about okay we're just far
1: away with any questions as i'm sort of going through it but okay. um yeah my um of all people my mother in law sent me an email and uh, she she gets a newsletter from a, a local auction which is about half an hour away from me here
0: right.
1: and um it, you know it said huge star wars um hall um you know an auction, so yeah. I thought, oh, what's this going to be? It's going to be a couple of figures, yeah. but no. I opened the email, and we're talking tens of thousands of Star Wars items. that wow. I'm yeah. guessing some collector had decided to 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 get rid of, um, on, and his yeah. yeah, and his entire collection was up for sale. Um, right, and so that that whole auction was from one person, pretty much. And um, I mean, you know I've. Or- well, one of my collector friends, Justin, um, texted me the other day, and I told him about the auction, and he told me that it was from somebody who had, you know, decided to get rid of their whole collection. So, basing right. uh, that information on secondary sources, I, I've heard that it was one guy um, mm. who, who'd sold it all. So, so yeah, and I mean, what an epic collection, and uh, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm sure as the podcast goes on, we'll put up some pictures and perhaps of some of the things. But uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as I opened this up, I, I was a kid in Candyland. I yeah. I just wish I'd won
0: the lottery that week because I <laughs> could have bought everything,
1: absolutely yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, and it was it was great. Yeah. So uh, where was the auction? Was you said it was fairly local to you, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it's in a little village called Willingham, um, right. and the it's a Willingham Auctions, and it's a really lovely little place. Um, in a little village, uh, just outside of Cambridge. And, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, I've been there a couple of times, um, for auctions with fat family members and, you know, it mostly just sells antiques as, as most mm-hmm. auctions do, but, uh, you know, I, I, um, I thought, right, I'll get on this. So I fully intended to actually go on the Saturday right. that it was on. So it was the Saturday just gone. And, um, you know, I, I'd had my list of things that I was going to buy and, uh, an email came out from the auction house um, saying that we request that people go online and, and do the auction online. And uh, again, I, f- I heard this for a secondary source that the reason was they'd had so many people come oh, to right. view the lots during the week yeah, yeah. Um, that they were worried that they wouldn't fit half the people into the actual auction room for the auction itself. That's um awesome. Yeah, and, and I, I can't imagine what, what things people were coming to look at. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, it certainly wasn't the antique chairs and uh,
0: the vases right. that were, were for sale. So <laughs> so, so it, the whole auction was completely that Star Wars collection? There was nothing no, else there? Oh, no,
1: right. no, there was, was kind of the first 560 lots, I think it was, were, you know, your regular auction items. Right, okay. Um, you know, jewellery, um, artwork, you know did you stuff. have to sit for all of that <laughs> well um I logged on at 10 o'clock in the morning because that's when the auction started and yeah. uh I think they were on lot 30 by the time I'd logged on and I was like I, I, I thought well th- he kept saying oh I'm, I'm on the auction we're not going to get to the Star Wars stuff till you know a couple of hours or an hour right. so so I, I thought I'm not going to risk it I'm not going to risk it because <laughs> you know if I'm not there watching it as it's happening i might miss some of the things that i'm yeah. thinking i'm interested in bidding for so i ended up sitting there from 10 a.m till nearly half past one oh in the afternoon and <laughs> um, i had it on in the in the kitchens so i could do stuff while i was listening to it it wasn't like i was just sat in front of it but yeah. uh um so so i was yeah sat there waiting for it to come along and it was basically three and a half hours before they finally got to the star wars um items
0: or the lots oh, yeah. and nothing, um, nothing piqued your interest before that then well, I mean, nice I have to say, antique chair. Well, there was something that was quite encouraging. Was
1: um, they obviously when they put a, something up um, for sale, they put an estimate next to the to the object. You know, like if it's yeah. like a bit of jewelry, they, I'm sure they have professional estimates. Um, so you know, there was gold rings and diamond rings that were saying, you know, eight hundred to a thousand pounds mm. estimate, and some of these things were going for four hundred pounds. And I was thinking to myself, well, that is either a sign of you know what's going on in the world at the moment in terms of um you know cost of living etc um or it's a sign of hopefully everybody's not really you know going to spend too much when it gets to the star wars (laughs) stuff later on down the line unfortunately i was wrong about that as we'll we'll find out but um it was a bit encouraging to start with that these things were going for a lot cheaper than they should have been um And ultimately, a couple of diamond rings and gold rings went through, and I was kind of thinking, God, "If I had the money, I should have, I should have bid for you those, kind <laughs> of profit, have, yeah, squirrel those away for a few years, um, yeah. you know." <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, um, it eventually came round to the Star Wars lots, and of course, um, the first one I bid for was about forty in, so I still had to wait mm. through mm. Um, some of the some of the things, but I mean, each lot was salivating you know (laughs) It uh, it just some of them were you know 60 70 carded figures um and just to give you a rough idea of the sort of star wars stuff that was there there was episode one figures episode two figures saga we're talking vintage
0: collection are we um
1: Uh, no we're just talking um, ranges of figures right okay so so there was an episode one line an episode two line a saga line Uh, there was the vintage collection Um, there was carded vintage Kenner from 78 to 85 there was vintage Kenner boxed vehicles and palatoy there was power of the force power of the Jedi lines there was Mm. artwork there was plushies there was plushies rather there was um there was Lego. I mean, if you can think think it, it was there. I mean, there was candy dispensers, it was yeah. it was crazy. Walkie-talkies, you, you know, Sky you name it. Some
0: serious gear then.
1: Yeah. I mean, he yeah. must have been um an everything collector. So if he mm. saw it, he just bought it. Um, because there was absolutely everything. And and I have to say, as auction houses probably do on purpose, each lot had one or two gems in it. Mm with a, a, probably what I would consider a lot of filler. So right. stuff that particularly wasn't that sought after um, was made up the bulk of each lot. And then there was a couple of real gems in there that, you know, as a collector of certain things, I, I thought, oh, yeah, I need to get my hands on those. <laughs> and it, and um, so so some of these things were, you know, absolutely fantastic. And uh, I mean, I did write, uh, I hope you don't mind, can I go through, a, I picked out three lots that, What happened before it came to the ones I bid for? Of course, yeah. Um, uh, One of the lots was lot 660, and I'm not sure how many it was, but it was a lot of um, loose Star Wars figures ranging from 1978 to 2011. Mm. And uh, so that means obviously you had all of the vintage Kenner and Palatoy, right up to vintage collection you know the stuff that i collect behind me mm-hmm. and everything in between and it was all loose so not carded um and i, I did actually put a, an auto bid in for this one and i put a bid of 280 pounds in thinking you know that's a lot of money um yeah, yeah. i've got a good chance of winning this you know i could win this <laughs> anyway um it started um it started i think it was 580 pounds oh, bidding oh. um and so i was out of that immediately yeah um, and it ended up selling for two thousand eight hundred pounds. Slimy, yeah. What
0: what was in there that made it that pricey? Well,
1: Do you know? I was I was really intrigued. So, and I'm not an expert on the old old vintage vintage figures. Um, I mean, I know a little bit of stuff, but uh, I looked at the lists in each lot on the website. It listed every figure that was in in there, and there was lots of obviously vintage Kenner and Palatoy, but there was nothing in there that made me think like there wasn't a vinyl jawa in there for example which mm. if you don't know was a a jawa that was released before they changed it to a, a fabric cape um, and they're really right. rare because they, they didn't make them after a short amount of time okay. and there wasn't um any other figures like that but then i read a bit further on and again i'm sure there's collectors out there who will correct me if i'm wrong but there was quite a lot of um droids figures the original line of the droids cartoon figures right. that kenner released um mm-hmm. the vintage collection have brought some out recently as sort of reissues that yeah. we went through on a previous We've podcast about yeah that's right and from what i understand is those are so rare especially one or two of them i think i can't think of their names i'm afraid that i, I i'm guessing that that might have been the reason that mm. they sold for such a high price um i mean the old figures just on their own, do loose with weapons. If they had weapons, you know, do sell for a fairly good price, you know, in the modern day market um, yeah. anyway, but not 2,800 pounds. So I'm, I'm I'm, making an educated guess that it was those droids figures that did it. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, when I went to pick up my um, lots on Tuesday, uh, yesterday, I went in there and the whole um, auction room had, had all the Star Wars stuff in it. And one of my lots was on a shelf just above... The lot of all those figures the, mm. the lot 660 and uh, obviously you know I didn't touch any of them but I, I just had a, a look a at the box
0: over,
1: yeah well there was right there the box yeah. there and yeah. oh my word it was just a box of joy it really was um how fact,
0: big are we talking like Is this it was a pretty big big box. old sizey it, box
1: yeah. it was quite big but obviously they're loose so yeah, fit yeah. a lot of a lot of figures in there yeah. and I, I think it might have done something because I'm now I've got a little bit of an itch. Oh no. And, yeah, I know. And I've got a bit of an itch. Like I want to collect the um, original 96 original figures um, and yeah. not, not carded. I could never, never do that, but uh, just loose. Um, yeah. so, and you know, that yellow background on the back of the cards we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. I'd like to kind of um, try and create that in the star in my star Wars room um, somehow. Okay. Um yeah. you know but i mean that's that's later on down the line and perhaps enough for another podcast um, but uh yeah. see so, so yeah it's, it's, it's got me giving me the itch to collect all my childhood yeah. toys again
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah wow yeah yeah so is this is the first time bidding at an auction have no, you I heard have, of this sort of thing come up before or
1: yeah there's um there's a uh, an auction house called vectus i think it is and yeah. i have all um done that a few times online and i've i've managed to get a few uh vintage 78 to 83 um, kenner slash Palatoy items from that before mm. um but i mean i only usually bid because i usually do it individually you see and you know i, I can't afford to buy a pack of 10 figures or, or whatever yeah. I, I you know every now and again i'll i'll buy just one figure uh, but i haven't done that for a long long time so yeah. so it's not my first auction but this is the first auction that i've been heavily involved in yeah. the bidding yeah. more than more so than um, previous times, anyway. Yeah, yeah, immense. immense. <laughs> um, um, go on. No, I was gonna say, I've got, uh, I don't, I know we haven't got a huge amount of time, but um, I've got a couple more lots and I'll be really quick with these ones. Yeah, uh, lot 682 that was a a rare blue snaggle tooth, um, which was mm. loose. Um, now, quick on its own, quick, that just on its on own, insane. just right. on its own, loose, yeah. And this, this figure, um, there was, Snaggletooth was an alien that was in the bar in A New Hope in the cantina. <laughs> and uh, in the film, he wore a red outfit and was quite short. But before they um, Kenner made the figure, um, they hadn't really used the film as reference for this figure. So they brought out a slightly taller figure in a blue outfit. And so it's known as the blue um, Snaggletooth. Okay. Um, after a, a very short amount of time, they scrapped that design and brought out um, a more screen accurate shorter red snaggletooth now those blue tooths again um are very very rare yeah, to find difficult to get hold of that yeah so so i can understand why someone bid it for this but looking at the pictures it wasn't particularly good condition i didn't think right. um, the, the paint wasn't in very good condition yet it still sold for 240 pounds loose <laughs> on its own um i what, mean
0: what sort of price do you think that would go for carded then
1: Carded, oh my word! Do you know what? I I don't want to say because I I don't know. Um, I don't no, want right. to get false information. Maybe we can do a we can do do, <laughs> do a, a bit of research before we yeah. Get and in the beginning, that. in the next episode, we can we can uh we can sort of fill that in. But uh yeah. a carded one would be would be a lot. Let me put it this that way. Um, I, I mean, I could throw a figure out there. Maybe eight hundred thousand pounds. I don't yeah. know maybe more
0: um, £800 to £1,000 if you're listening and that got a little bit lost in your ear and you're thinking he's saying (laughs) £800,000 Yeah, no, Just no. 800 to um, a <laughs> But now now I'm thinking I might even have to correct myself because I'm not even sure it
1: did come out carded. I think it might have come with a with a set, uh, sort of like oh, a playset. Okay. set. Mm. So I don't think it actually did come out as a card, which makes it even more rare. Um, right. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll double so check t- that 280
0: might have been a really good price.
1: Yeah, really good price. And, yeah. and as I say, he, he might not have even wanted it. You know, like I don't buy stuff particularly for the value. I want it to complete a collection. So yeah. It doesn't really matter to him, maybe that the, the paintwork, but um, yeah, I was really surprised that for that to go at that price. Um, and the final lot I wanted to bring up was mm-hmm. um, lot six eight three, and it's a figure we've talked about loads. Um, Yak yep. yeah, um, face, yep, yeah, yep. Again, this was loose. It came with a weapon, its weapon, and yeah. it looked pretty immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as we said before, this was a figure that was only released in Europe. It wasn't released in the US. So um, it was carded, um, but it's extremely sought after because obviously the numbers are quite low um, and it was never, you know, released in the US. So there's Mm. a lot of American um, fans that want to get hold of it. Now, this one sold for £220, which at at the time I was like, that was was quite a lot of money, I thought at the time. But then actually looking into it afterwards, um, I I found a graded one. So yes, it had been sent off and been graded. And um, so there's a slight cost to that, but not a huge amount.
0: But um that one sold for a thousand pounds. Wow. Yeah. So so and that's, that was loose as well, the graded one.
1: Yeah, yes, the, the, yeah. the graded one was, was graded as loose. So yeah. and uh, and that's... I mean I have to say this one looked in really good condition in the pictures. Yeah. So again, when I'd looked at this, I thought to myself, ah, <laughs> Oh, maybe i should have put a couple of cheeky bits in myself yeah. cuz uh, A, having a yak space is absolutely awesome and yeah. you know and you know when i retire one day it would be a good investment <laughs> to have maybe but um do but, you not yeah. have two already oh uh, well i've got the the original uh, not the original sorry i've got the vintage collection the modern day vintage collection right. figures okay um, this was this was a vintage kenner figure
0: vintage kenner.
1: Uh, right yeah um so, so when um, I, I know the the newer cards that you see behind me have got Kenner written on them, but they're actually really Hasbro. Gotcha. Um, um, so, so yeah, this was a this would have been what an 83, 84
0: figure, mm. I guess, maybe 84. So, so is there, are there markings on there? Does, did they put the Kenner name on the figures as well? No, I, but- I always pronounce it really f- stupid when I say figures. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> figures. <laughs>
1: um, on the back of. Um, all of the old um, Kenner and palatoy figures, and uh, all the other countries had different names for companies that made them. Um, they had the the date um, embossed on the back oh, of the okay. legs, usually, or the or the mm. yeah on the leg at most of these. To be honest with you, so you, you had a date mm. of, of when it was it was produced, and um, I'm fairly sure that you had the country of origin, like Hong Kong, was written on the back of them. Gotcha. So, you know, there are a lot of people who um, who create. Um, recreations of the original figures mm. these days, but um, there are ways to tell, you know, if they're if they're original or not. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that that would be the main way I would be able to tell the difference. Obviously, and obviously, the modern ones look much better because you know the technology is much better nowadays to create yeah. something that looks more lifelike. But uh, but yeah, so that, short story short, that was a really good deal. I thought that guy mm. got. Yeah, um, it sounds so, like it. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled on eBay then.
0: Because that's probably
1: going to pop up. <laughs> possibly, possibly. But, you know, as I say, you may well have just, you know, wanted wanted in, it for uh, his collection. Yeah. I mean, I must admit, for a lot of lots, and I watched every single one of the Star mm. Wars lots, Um, the same numbers were coming up at the end when they said who'd won it. So I think uh, there was okay. a couple of maybe two or three really big buyers in there who were really supplementing their collections. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, as you'd expect. Um <laughs> Yes, but I do so, remember when the auction was announced. I thought, "Oh, this is a really local auction. Hardly anybody's going to know about this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes online, and then everyone's yeah, got access. That's right. But They reported um, it on BBC News as well.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you did did it say like how many people were in the auction bidding? I couldn't. I couldn't. No. I did look. I
1: couldn't see anything. You're no. right. That normally does come up, but I couldn't mm. see anything at all um, yeah. saying how many people were watching. Could have been. A- Fair few, yeah. then I expect. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and then you yourself, you did bid, and you did win a few, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Um. I. I bid. For I. I did what they call an auto bid, where I put mm. um, my maximum amount on nine lots, um, and uh, most of those were completely wiped out pretty early on. Yeah. Um, But I did manage to win two lots um, by auto bid. Um, um, yeah. Um, and they went for a lot less than I auto bids. So that was all, that was good.
0: Great. Yeah.
1: Um, and I had to up my bid on another lot to go a bit higher because I, that was the one I really wanted. It was a selection of, um, vintage collection figures. Okay. And, um, another lot came up and no one was but bidding for it. And I thought, well, it'd be rude, wouldn't it? Not not to buy <laughs> not to buy it. Because he was literally going to put the hammer down as I'm sold. So I just quickly put a £10 bid in and, and
0: won it. So amazing. <laughs> yeah, so so that's always good. Um yeah. so so yeah, that that's that's great. Cool. And we are going to talk about those in the next episode. Uh we're gonna see what you've picked up. I don't know. So, you know, you have sent some pictures over. You sent a job lot picture. I might put that yeah. up now, but I haven't. Zoomed in or anything, so I don't know what's in there. I just saw a hell of a lot of like figures in <laughs> in uh, cards and whatnot. Yeah. So well, I'm well, excited been... to find out as well. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I know I've been I've mentioned the vintage collection already, so you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Someone, someone might be thinking of starting a collection. So you know, someone might have a few that he could instantly have to <laughs> bolster his numbers. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, add to this <laughs> one up here, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. So uh, yeah, catch us next time where you can find out everything that Martin won at auction. I'm quite excited. I don't know about you. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, hit the like button. If you're listening, rate and review us. Five stars would be great. Uh, please subscribe and subscribe to the channel like everything um we'll catch you next time cheers okay.